Welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful with your hosts, Coach Dave, Heather, and James, where we provide you with the tools and entertainment to bring clarity, balance, focus, and butterflies to your everyday life. Hey, welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. It's now February. Who would ever believe we're one month into a new year, and boy, what a new year it is. Hey, you know, if, watch out because you're going to turn around. It's going to be 4th of July and far, not far behind that. It's going to be Christmas. You know, here at Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful, we have Heather, the butterfly girl, and we have Coach Dave. And this morning, we have a very special yes. guest for you. Our, our goal is to bring you great information on how to make your life more healthy, more wealthy, and more grateful. And we're going to be bringing you some special guests along the way. And today we have a very special guest for you. And before I have Heather introduce him, and you're wondering, like, why are we bringing a guy in on sales? I want you to understand that nothing in life happens until a sale is made. No babies are made, no marriages are born. Nothing happens without sales. So, And if you don't think that's true, for those of you who have kids, you sell every single day. And I think that he's going to bring you some really powerful tools on how to, to improve your health, your wealth, and your gratefulness by using sales in your life. So Heather, good morning. Take it away. Tell us a little bit about that. By the way, you know, I know she's going to introduce him as a, a fellow jarhead or a Marine, but as oddly enough, we were actually stationed in the same place at the same time in the Marine Corps. And that was a very long time ago. And so he must be old too. <laughs> So yeah, so it's my pleasure to introduce uh, Jerry Savage. I was going to say it is a small world after all, you guys to both be stationed in Japan in the same city on the same base at the same time. Unbelievable. Um, so uh, Jerry is uh, a former sales reps and VP of sales of a major orthopedic company has led many award-winning sales teams and recently completed a book called The Four Pillars of Sales, which just helps us to understand how to talk to people with different types of personalities. So welcome, Jerry. We're really happy to have you. Thanks, Heather. It's, it's great to be here. And uh, I was excited, really, to learn that we were stationed. 30 plus years, I have never met anyone that's been stationed at Iwakuni, Japan, the same time that I, that I was. So what a pleasant surprise. But uh, thanks for having me today and excited to be here. So I'm curious to know what inspired you to write Four Pillars. So, yeah, I, I got into sales just uh, out of the Marine Corps um, and didn't really, I'll just start this with, didn't know what the heck I was doing. I thought sales was all feature benefit, feature benefit. And, and there's a whole lot more to it than that. Um, it's all, I've learned over the years, it's all about relationships. So, um, Ron Willingham said it the best in his book, Integrity Selling. I think this is timeless. You know, sales is not something you do for and uh, do to someone, but do for and with someone. And in order to do that, you got to build a relationship. And for years, you've heard all the different sales programs. It's all need-based selling. Uh, Dale Carnegie has a program. Um, Sandler has a program. But when it comes right down to it, it's, it's all about building relationships. And if you can do that, then you can be successful. Absolutely. And as James certainly alluded to, it, it is about 
negotiating with your spouse what you're going to have for dinner or getting your kids to eat more vegetables. We're all selling every day in our relationships, right? Yeah, and it's, uh, it's you know, selling, I use the word selling, you see, it's not, I look at it this way, whether you're talking to your, your, your spouse or whether you're, you're talking to a friend, and we do a lot of it intuitively, but sometimes we forget about it because we all have our own agendas. We're all focused on what we want. But if we focus on what the other person wants, um, then we'll really be able to take a look at the way they like to receive information. I mean, you've heard Myers-Briggs, you've heard Personalysis, um, the one that I really enjoy, the, um, the company that does a great assessment is called Insights, um, where they use colors. Um, and, you know, we're all broken up into different um, personality styles, and we're all a combination of each of those styles. So what, you know, what happens at work, you go to work and you use an adaptive style. <clears throat> you use the adaptive style that allows you to function in that environment. And when you get home, your, your, sli- your style um, slightly shifts. Um, you know, for me in sales, I have to be a very, you know, dominant. I feel like I've got to be a dominant personality, a very direct and very, you know, everything's, you know, on time. And, um, but the other side, the, the other uh, part of me is more like outgoing, you know, um, and more like talkative and a talker expressive type individual. So when I get home, I'm more like that than I am, you know, the, the jarhead who's like got to get everything done, the Marine that's got to get everything done on time and it's got to push, you know, and so driven, you know, so you have styles that are, are, are real dominant styles. And if you want to color code there, there'd be red in my book, I called it the dominator, you know, the, the person who's like be brief and be gone. And then the enthusiast who's the person, if you walk into their office, you can tell these people they've got their whitewater rafting trip or their, their favorite hobby on the walls. And that's all they want to talk about. So it's, Sometimes it's hard to keep those folks focused. And then you have the analytical types that, you know, that um, you better have the facts when you talk to them, you know, because if you don't, they don't want to hear the stories like the salespeople want to tell the stories. All they want to know is what the data is. And you've got to have that. And then you have the, um, the other common style is a more introverted style, which is like, I like you, you like me. I don't want to hurt your feelings. And by the way, I'm not even going to tell you, I don't like what you're, you're saying because I don't want to hurt your feelings, that type of person. But we're all a combination of those. Uh, and I think it's important that, uh, that we recognize that, not to put, some, put something over on somebody, but to able, be able to understand how they want to receive information. So if I'm talking to somebody who's very analytical and I'm that driven, you know, dominator style person, I better slow down and have command of the facts. Right. Or if I'm talking, if I'm that dominator style and I'm talking to that um, more, um, I call the supporter style, um, which is the I like me, you like me, I like you, you like me style. um, I I don't want to barrel over the top of them because even though they might say it, I may I may never get to speak to that person again, you know. And so I think that's in the sales environment that works really well to understand you know, who you're speaking to and be able to adapt your style. In relationships on a daily basis, I think we have our circle of friends and we all communicate, you know, we've all figured that out. But I think when you're, when you're going to speak to somebody and try to build a new relationship, I think just to take a minute to see how that person, okay, you're more like, I'm very analytical. So I'm going to speak to you slightly different than I am 
my friend who's super outgoing and all over the board. Interesting. And so if you if you never had any training, I've had lots of training in this area. You know, they had to train me because I'm a Marine. They, um, if you never had any training in this area and in, in, in understanding the different personality types or taking a Colby or any any one of those things, how do you how do you find this information out? How do you learn this? I mean, do you have a book or something along those lines that would explain that? Well, you just have to have a book in the background here, but beyond that, <laughs> um, what, what's so, the name of your book? I mean, what, yeah, what am I, yeah, I going to learn by up. reading that? Hold well, it up. It's, it's, there's a plug. It's called The Four Pillars of Sales, but I've been told by many people that have read the book that it's a whole lot more than sales. It's about it's about belief in oneself. It's about align, the alignment of the belief in yourself with uh, your abilities, and if you're in sales, obviously your product. Um, it's 35 years, and I do mention the Marine Corps in this a bit. Somebody actually read this, and they said, "Yo, don't you think you mention the Marines a little bit too much in this?" And I go, "No, because that's what I am." So, <laughs> once a Marine, always a Marine. Yeah. So, um, but here's one thing. You know, all of this information, as you know, James, comes from um, basically Carl Jung, who separated from Freud um, early in his career and went off on another path. And then um, it was uh, more popularized by, uh, became popular with when Myers-Briggs created uh, their test um, uh, or assessment years and years ago. And then as this has all become public domain, all these other companies have popped up and you see like insights and you see personalysis and you hear people talk about the wheel and, and all that. I, what I tried to do is break it down in my book um, and came up with some styles that would be easy for everybody just to say, okay, I know that person. And I know what that person's like, and just put those traits, those basic traits of those individuals in there. I mean, you can go take an assessment and you can get a deep dive and you can get a, a book back with some of these companies that will tell you that, you know, exactly who you are and where your blind spots are and all kinds of neat things. But um, the biggest thing that I wanted to do in this book is just, uh, you know, is just show people that one, everybody's got a different style. And if you're going to communicate effectively with that style, you have to be aware of yours and theirs and how they like to receive information. And you know what? It doesn't get any more complicated than that. And, um, and so in a sales call, if somebody's, you know, in sales, um, that's helpful if they're planning because they're going into somewhere, you know, even if you hadn't met a person before, if you were able to ask a, an office staff member a little bit about the individual you're going to be meeting with, you know, or they could tell you, oh, that person's always going a million miles an hour. Oh, really? And okay, so that tells me right off the bat that they might be a more dominant personality style. Or, you know, or that person's always buried in their buried in their numbers. Oh, okay. So, you know, I might be dealing with an analyst when I get in there, right? So so I I don't know if that that's a little broader uh, way to answer your question. Um, but there's all, I mean, you can go online and you can take a Myers-Briggs assessment uh, pretty easily. Um, other companies do the same thing. Um, and so you can get a sense for that even without taking a course, you know. So I had a question for you in terms of, um, so I hop on calls over Zoom fairly often today. So um, these are people that I often, oh, no, 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 no. 
how would these sales approaches help a guy like me who I'm going in where I do know a bit about them, but I don't know a lot about them. And I'm hopping on a Zoom call for the very first time. Yeah. In that, in that 20, 30 minutes, it's my job to warm them up to me and then obviously sell them on what I do. Do you offer anything? Yeah, that's, that's a great question, you know, because we've had to really adapt how we communicate over the last several months, right? And I think everybody's aware that we're on a Zoom call here. I mean, it's the way I communicate with my, my salespeople now, my sales directors. It's the way I communicate with my customers now on a regular basis. Um, some of the consulting work I've done has, has been pretty much, except for one trip to New Jersey, um, was pretty much in uh, all on Zoom calls, right? And so... So when, you, when you're on a Zoom call and you've got four, five, six people on a Zoom call and say you don't even know, you know let's say you don't know who they are, um, you really got to be astute. I mean, if somebody's got their office in the background, you've got to look for clues, right? So you got to look for clues, look for inflection in their voice, um, look for the way they, they present information. Right away, you can tell if somebody's a storyteller when they're on a call because they begin to wander and stuff like that. So you can, you could actually say, okay, well, you know, you know, David's more of an analyst, but he's got bikes in the background. So David might be more of an analyst, but he might be part enthusiast too. Okay. So, okay. So now I got a good sense of, of how David's going to communicate. Right. And, you know, um, James is kind of holding his cards close to the vest. He doesn't have a whole lot in his background, but he's got the, he's got the, the nice degrees and stuff in the background, the family picture, you know, and just because I know he's a Marine, I might say he's a more dominant type, but, but he's probably a little bit of analyst. And so, because I don't see any of the, the outgoing, I don't see his, his snowboard in the background or his, you know, or, or whatever, you know, so I'm just, you know, and, and I, I, uh, I know Heather pretty well, so I've got a sense for, for uh, who Heather is and how she likes to communicate. And she's a very driven person, but she's got an analytical side to her. And so, you know, if you had to look down on those hierarchies, you could say, okay, the most dominant ones in the, in the business environment are the ones that are going to surface. And in a business environment, that's how you want to communicate and stay on that track with those people. You want to, the dominant people, you want to be brief, right? The analytical people, they're going to want to slow down. You want to be more in the facts. So, and depending who the individual is, it's going to tell me about my pace of my communication. And that's in any relationship too. I mean, if you're, you meet somebody and you're a, you're a dominating personality and you're talking and you don't let them let you don't complete your sentence and stop and pause and let them come in by the end of the conversation they're frustrated and they may not like you as much to tell you the truth when they leave that conversation but if you truly listen to somebody and on especially a especially a supporter style that's you know oh they're warm and fuzzy and i like you and you slow you're a dominator if you can force yourself to slow down count one, two, three, and pause in between. So you're not just jumping in and, and cutting them off. They're going to appreciate you more and go, wow, that, you know what, that, that David is a pretty good guy, you know? Um, so my girlfriend's a civil engineer and I just learned a whole lot in just about 30 seconds there. <laughs> Cause I'm really, I'm not a dominator. I mean, what gave you that idea? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> you know? That's funny. That's so, really funny. 
Eric, can we get this of a book? I mean, is it in bookstores? Is it on Amazon? Like, where would we find this? Because everything I'm hearing sounds like things that I can use and apply. So, yeah. Um, well, no, I appreciate you asking. So, it's on Amazon. Um, if you typed in, if you typed in the four pillars of sales on Amazon, it will come up. If you typed in my name, Jerry G E R O Y Savage, it will come up. Um, I'd encourage anybody to visit the website, which is um, being developed and it's um, almost totally complete now. Just a couple of courses that I'm going to be adding over the next month. But there is a nice segment on equine assisted learning and the art of leadership, which has a video. Heather's actually a star in the video. She doesn't know it, but she's uh, she's become quite the she's she's a great testimonial. Um, and, um, the, you can also go there and learn more about me and the book. Um, and that is, um, that is four pillars, consulting group.com altogether. So four pillars, take the dar out of it, just put four pillars, consulting group.com. And, um, there's a lot of information. I've also, uh, I also write blogs on, uh, based on leadership and relationships. And, um, so several of my blogs are on the website too. Um, and you can also go to my LinkedIn page, which would be Jerry G E R R Y Savage as well. And, um, and you get a lot of information there. So awesome. we need you to introduce the most important person in the room. Who's your, uh, office manager back there sleeping on the job? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, uh, should I wake her up? She sleeps a lot on the job. <laughs> that is Holly. Holly is an 11 year old Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Uh, the one that you've heard barking downstairs is, and, and may have met earlier, that's Gigi. <laughs> and um, I have one more guy that's, um, that's uh, had some medical issues. He's downstairs, but he's hanging in there, and his name is Brady. He, he uh, goes to the barn with me about every day, uh, won't let me go without him. Um, and so, uh, yeah, those are our three Cavaliers. So that's our, our first pet appearance here on the podcast. So yeah, we, we're going to make that mandatory for all of our guests. So we get to see a pet or two. So we don't have a lot of time left, but tell us a little bit about the barn and, and, you know, and, and really quickly, how do, how do I, how do I apply sales into my personal life? All right. To, to get more healthy, more wealthy and more grateful. How would I do that? Uh, well, as I said, you know, sales, sales is about relationships, right? And, and for me, um, getting to the point where I come in sales is now it's all about giving back. And I think if you communicate effectively with people, one, you show what I like to call in the book is um, the four pillars, right? Honesty, you got to be honest with yourself before you can be honest with other people. Integrity, which some people think is a uh, cliche, um, you know, um, doing the right thing when no one's looking. But you know what, when somebody when somebody has integrity, it's more than that. You really know it. And those are the people you want to surround yourself with, right? So honesty, integrity, and knowledge. You always want to be a lifelong learner. People, people respect lifelong learners, not people that just spew out information, but just people that are knowledgeable. And you know why? Because they have the last pillar, and that's a genuine interest in people. So Applying the, applying the book and applying sales is applying those four principles, honesty, integrity, knowledge, and genuine interest. And if you have those, 
the success to me is that you can truly give back to somebody. And if you can give back to people, you will get back more than you ever dreamed in return. Well, you say knowledge, and I always say when you're green, you grow, when you're ripe, you rot. And so when you think you got it all figured out, you're probably in really big trouble. Yeah. And, you know, that's why we really want to thank you all for coming out here and listening to Healthy, Wealthy yes. and Grateful, because we know that you're out here to improve your life and improve your knowledge. And, you know, we really want to thank Jerry Savage today and his four pillars of sales. That's the name of the book, right? That's the name of the book. And we want you to all go out and get that book. And, and you have, we have Coach Dave, you have Heather, the butterfly girl here. And she's probably getting tired of getting called that. But we want to thank you very much for joining us at Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. Remember to live like you're going to die tomorrow. Plan like you're going to live forever because you just might. Keep smiling, and we'll see you really soon. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. Be sure to join our Facebook group. Remember, live like you are going to die tomorrow and plan like you are going to live forever. You just might. And don't forget to stop and smell the flowers along the way.